So yesterday I talked about Hotels.com. Today I wanna talk about some of the lessons that I've learned when it comes to hotel tips. Because let me tell you, in the nine years that I've been a dad, hotels are one of those that like you either have a love-hate relationship with when it comes to kids. And if you've done a hotel trip with kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm gonna start at the beginning and I'm going to kind of fast forward through the lessons that I've learned at the end. Now, here in Wisconsin, we have a place called Wisconsin Dells. It's in the middle of Wisconsin. It's kind of like the mecca tourist trap of Wisconsin. It's got water parks. It's the water park capital of the world. And if you've ever heard of the Great Wolf Lodge companies and hotel brand, that got its start in Wisconsin Dells. And it was one of the very first like indoor water park brands in the country. And now they're everywhere. So imagine this place, and it's about $300 a night at one of these parks. And that's kind of like in a peak season or on a weekend, but it's still a lot of money to go up there and do all this. And so there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of FOMO. There's a lot of everybody else is doing it, so we should do it. And I remember early on when we had kids that I was like, I want to do it. We haven't done it yet. Let's go do it. But then I'm like, wait, this is just a waste of money. They're not going to do anything that's worth that kind of money. I mean, especially like when you have a one-year-old or a two-year-old or even a three-year-old, that type of part with that type of investment, they're not riding the rides. And you're really, let's be honest, just trying to keep them alive in the water. And you're really just spending $400 for a wading pool that they're splashing around it. Now, the memory is definitely worth it. I'm not telling you not to do those types of trips, but it is not worth the price. So early on, something that I did was I took a little bit of time and took a little bit of research. But one thing that I was learning is not every hotel is like every other hotel. Now, that's kind of obvious as I say it, but I want to point out and focus on the pool. So what I learned is, and I focused on holiday inns. And if you remember yesterday, my problem was always related to the reward points. Well, most of the holiday inns uh, are generally kind of good. You don't really have to worry you're at a bad holiday inn. They kind of almost err on, you're going to be at a good place. So I always erred on that as well. And that was where I was primarily trying to collect my hotel nights, as I said. And so I was looking around at all the different holiday inns within Wisconsin and some in Northern Illinois. And one of them struck out at me in Madison. So on the West side of Madison, there is a hotel. It's a holiday inn, not an express, but a holiday inn and suites. That holiday inn and suites has a pirate ship in the middle of it as their pool. And so they have this nice wading pool around it. They have, a, it was an amazing area for the kids to play in. They actually have a regular pool. They have a water slide. If your kids maybe are like five or six, it'd be perfect for that. And it's in a regular hotel, not at some big fancied resort. There's no resort fee. There's no anything related to that. And we did that probably three or four times when the kids were younger because it was exactly what they needed and it was all they needed to be a kid in a candy store. And I also learned that lesson with another hotel up in Green Bay. So we wanted to go a little bit further. There was a children's museum up in Green Bay. Well, there's another Holiday Inn that had kind of, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a special waiting pool area that wasn't remarkable worth remembering. But I remember it was unique enough that it wasn't just a pool that you've got to keep this kid alive. They can't touch. They're going to drown. And so finding those places that had the pool was something that I struggled with. So if you've got new kids that are younger, focus on... Finding hotels that don't just have the standard model of rooms, big giant pool, three foot on one side, five foot depth on the other. There are hotels out there. And it also, depending on where it's at, you would also be able to create a road trip out of it. And it's not a long road trip. Maybe one hour or two hours is generally really all you need when your kids are younger. Anything more than that, you're just kind of pulling your hair out. So 
It creates an opportunity to get away from the house, creates an opportunity to do something fun. And also, I would also lean back and say, you don't actually have to travel for this to really work. Another lesson that I learned was something that my wife does is she gets together with her girls from school that she works with. And in those moments, it can kind of create kind of like the girls kind of maybe get loud, but then the kids still need to go to bed and the house still has to have some normalcy to it. And just a few weeks ago to bring this full story is I was actually accused of dadding the girls because I was like, hey guys, you got to keep it quiet because there's kids sleeping upstairs. And one of the girls is like, I think I was just dadded. Um, so random side story there. But the idea here is that first time it happened, I actually just said, you know what? We're just going to book a hotel here locally in town. And so there is an American that was, if you've ever been in the Midwest, there's a popular kind of like dome style hotel system where there's rooms around the outside and there's a big giant skylight in the middle and there's a nice pool open area in the middle. And the kids were old enough that they could touch. My youngest, I believe was still not able to touch, but the first two, definitely the oldest two can definitely touch. And so it wasn't as like dangerous for me to be there by myself with the three kids, but it was a great time. I went there and literally it was 10 minutes from our house. They enjoyed the pool. We got dominoes delivered and it wasn't that bad of an experience, even though I was by myself in the rooms and trying to deal with everything. It was just as anything else would be, but it happened right in my backyard. And so Remembering that you don't actually have to go far away to sometimes bring the joy of a pool and a hotel to kids and think like, you know what, maybe we should just stay local and just be a little bit different, but still enjoy it because the kids will have no idea. And it's just our own kind of stories in our head that prevent us from really doing anything that's related to what we're doing or what we want to do or what we think could be done. A couple of things that I've learned since then, as the kids get older, it gets more complicated trying to keep them to sleep. Because we've got three kids, hotels only have two beds generally, and we try to find hotels with a third couch, but we still always have, my youngest daughter still doesn't always have a place to sleep in. My oldest daughter and my youngest daughter don't like fully sharing the same bed yet because my youngest daughter is a little bit kind of overly rambunctious, does kind of like got restless leg syndrome and doesn't sit still and it always upsets my oldest daughter. So it always creates these weird dynamics that weren't fun and it wasn't fun in Indiana when it happened again. And it really just reminded me that as I move into this next season, something to almost err on is getting away from the hotels. There's times for hotels, like if you're on a road trip where you're moving from place to place, but if there's a place where I'm going to visit or where I'm actually going to do a vacation in this particular spot, I almost want to switch an error on an Airbnb or a Verbo type environment because you got the kitchen, you've got beds. You usually, they, there's the house is designed with some type of bunk beds for the kids. You have a larger space, you have separate rooms, and you just have more ability to not lose your mind. And honestly, at the end of the day, that's what a success of a trip is sometimes is I didn't lose my mind or it wasn't as bad as I thought. But as I go through all of these moments, I'm thinking I need to be able to step away from the hotel. The kids still like the, the, uh, the pool from the hotel. So we still gonna have to err on that and almost think like when we do do a pool, it may be something like at Great Wolf Lodge or something in the Wisconsin Dells type or resort where you're not spending a lot of time in the hotel or oftentimes in those resorts, you can get condos, you can get a bigger hotel room like Great Wolf Lodge. They have lofts and they have the two beds down below. So they have a bigger choice and even Great Wolf Lodge has bunk beds. So when we've done that as well, that actually makes it pretty good because each kid has their own bed. And it's fun because it's bunk bedded and it's all wooded up. So oftentimes really thinking about the season you're in, like I said in the beginning, pulling it back, don't like selling it. It has to be some Instagram version worthy 
um, YouTube channel video ready. Like I can, like some of the vacations the kids watch on of other people having uh, vacations on YouTube are just crazy of how much they go in. And it's just like, you don't really need to go that big when they're that young. So this was a much longer episode than normal, but I wanted to kind of expand on something that takes a lot of time to think about, causes a lot of stress in dad's life. And there are solutions. And this is hopefully one of those cases where every problem has a solution. You just need to know the man that solved it. And hopefully I solved a few of them for you to do. And hopefully maybe I gave you some courage to try a vacation that maybe sounds a little bit scary, but there's a point that really hits home here is that you got to try, you got to learn, you got to grow. Just like fatherhood. If you just stayed neutral, you never learn, you never improve, you never figure out how far fatherhood could really take you. And there's some advice that I'll wrap up here with that comes from my good friend who runs the Ordinary Sherpa podcast and talks about adventure, travel, all these kinds of things on that podcast. Great podcast. She goes into this in 10 times much better than I do. This is only one area. She goes in all the areas of all of these different things. And so she has this advice that people often talk about, like, why would I want to travel with my young kids? They're not going to remember it. And she had this great analogy that said, why do we read to kids when they're so young that they won't remember it either? It's because of that moment. It's a memory. It actually does something. We just don't know what. And so remembering that we read to kids that have no idea what we're saying is the same analogy of why it's important to travel with kids because just because you don't understand how it's affecting them, just like reading, doesn't mean it's not affecting them. So have courage, be bold, have some fun, and be a little bit spontaneous when it comes to booking a hotel, booking an Airbnb, and don't be afraid to get out there and live. Guys, I'll be back with you on Monday.